0: In a world that's moving at a fast pace, and the use of social media on the rise, with billions of content to consume,
1: it's almost impossible to keep up with what we value the most in life.
2: Hi guys, my name is Olivia Tutu, the host of Unscripted with Lead, a podcast that will change your life. I'm talking about raw, relevant, yet relatable conversations with goal-getters, trendsetters, and inspirational figures. Join Leave every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central African time on
0: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, and YouTube. And scripted with Leave.
2: another week another episode welcome to unscripted with leave my name is olivia tutu the host of this podcast and if you're new to the channel please don't forget to subscribe as you listen and if you've been a consistent listener thank you so much for listening and for sharing now last week i had a conversation with Channel and we spoke about money as a love language which is something that is very exciting i enjoyed the feedback i received um, and today we just want to speak about, I just want to speak about rather, um, business and entrepreneurship more so because a lot of times, um, we've heard a lot of financial advisors speak about different investment vehicles and stuff like that. And half the time, most of them don't speak about business and entrepreneurship. And of course, to help me have this conversation is Emmanuel Monza, who's the owner and CEO of EMark. <laughs> Welcome to Unscripted at Leave.
0: Thank you so much, Olivia. I'm super excited to join you on your podcast
2: i'm excited too because um i don't think i'm an entrepreneur and i'm not quite sure if i'm a business person Mm -hmm. but of course i I'm looking forward to learning as much as I can even as I embark on my investment journey because right. I think a lot of times we, when, when we hear the word investment it's always stocks, bonds, like all the safe investments but half the time people don't speak about businesses and if they speak about businesses they say it's not a small hassle but Emark is I would say one of the biggest <laughs> companies or the growing companies that we have in the country.
0: I'm glad you think so.
2: I mean everybody knows <laughs> um, To start with uh, One of the things that I usually do And I think I've just come to the conclusion That this is a failed assignment right. I always want to get to know about my guests But right. a lot of you guys keep your lives private um, Who would you say Emmanuel is If you were to describe yourself
0: Who well, Emmanuel is mm-hmm.
2: He's
0: a young Zambian uh, Passionate about um, Economics Mm-hmm. Finance and business. Yeah, yeah, pretty much that's who Imano is.
2: That's a short description.
0: No, I mean, <laughs> because if we get into the nitty-gritties of those three things, mm-hmm. um, we would spend a whole day a whole talking day. about who Imano is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but because you've talked about what. This podcast is all about Which mm-hmm. is business and entrepreneurship
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think it will be better we focus on that
1: mm-hmm.
0: Than myself Because yeah. I love to market Before mm-hmm. you realize it I will be marketing myself <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But pretty much um, I'm a young Zambian um, Patriotic of course mm-hmm. I, I want to see Zambia develop
1: Yeah,
0: I want to see uh, People do better mm-hmm. As far as uh, economic and social status Is concerned mm-hmm yeah so i think that is what i would say nice. about emac about uh, emmanuel see i'm not talking about <laughs>
2: EMAC. I'm, I'm actually getting to that um one of the things that i love about your business if i can right. call it is how you always want to give back to society and stuff like that tell us a little bit more about what emac is about um what services and products you offer
0: right so emac mm-hmm. is a tech company we are into um, retail and supply. ICT products and services mm-hmm. so that is uh, to the general public um, the retail side um, your your institutions of course when it comes to supply we, when you're talking of um, services uh, mostly we are into your local area networking we are into um, um, cloud service management, mm-hmm. your storage we are into CCTV's. we are into um your ERPs which is your enterprise resource planning yeah basically that it's 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 a full-time ICT Mm -hmm. uh, company we are into um, retail and when I talk of retail I'm talking of your uh, mobile phones Mm -hmm. your computers your laptops your desktops um, etc etc as well as electronic consumables yeah
2: um I I've been following e for a while now. Thank you. And Thank you. it's a big brand. A brand you think that, so? I know so. <laughs> a brand that's growing and finding its space or dominating the space actually in terms of tech. Right. Um, and one would think it's always been like that. Now, a little birdie told me that you started way back when you were still in university. Now, um, just give me a little bit of, some info on how you started and how it's been transitioning to where you are at now where you now have uh influencer marketing where you have a whole brand that is the household name if you ask me
0: you think so mm-hmm. great um so um, how was Imak born firstly i i started out as a, as a sole trader
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, in fact that was prior to um going to university mm. um during the gap year between your your high school <laughs> and your um, your um, your admission into university, mm-hmm. so you have that one year. So for me, I was trying to you know be independent as a young person, yeah. to to be self reliant. So I started um, looking for opportunities, and one of the things that was To be honest, if you told me that I would be doing what um, I am doing right now, Mm -hmm. I I, I would never believe. Mm -hmm. So my mind was focused um, on going to to university, um, get a job, and eventually yeah, settle. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me it was about, let me look for something that I could do while I went to be admitted into uni. uni yeah. Yeah, so I was looking for a job. I started um, I, I managed to get a job as a waiter mm-hmm. at Wimpy Manda Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is as far back as 2013. Wow,
2: that's yeah. a while back. <laughs> that's a while back. Some
0: good nine years. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I was given that opportunity to save, um, thank you very much to I think my bosses at the time
1: mm-hmm.
0: who gave me that opportunity because it started from there. Mm -hmm. So when I joined Wimpy as a young guy, as a waiter, I should have been 17 years old at the time, Mm -hmm. Um, I started making a bit of money. This is from your tips. This is, uh, yeah, from my my basic salary. I mean, my basic salary was very low compared to uh, to how much money I was making through tips. Mm -hmm. So um, from there, I started entertaining the idea of how could I then... um, just be resourceful, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting extra money, what then could I could I do with this money? Like I told you, it was about trying to be self-reliant, because mm-hmm. I don't come from, not poor, but I don't come from a very well-to-do family that mm-hmm. would cater for everything that, that I need,
1: yeah.
0: so um, I knew that I needed to make a plan for, for my university. So that job at Wimpy gave me that opportunity. And then I I don't know why, f- for some strange reasons, mm-hmm. I was biased towards um, your, your tech. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So I started looking for phones online. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's, there's a group on Facebook called Let's Talk Amasampo. One of the first Facebook groups that people... Um, used to do business yeah. so people would post all sorts of things and phones were uh, I think the main product uh, being um, sold on that platform mm-hmm. yeah so I started mm-hmm. buying phones from, from that platform and it would be just maybe one phone you know one phone to just make a bit of profit your 500 kwacha mm-hmm. to be sold maybe at 580 Um, yeah. So, then it became exciting. So, I would sometimes, um, buy spoiled phones, maybe something with a cracked screen, Mm -hmm. and fix it, because those would give me good margins.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I remember one time, um, that was hectic, because it wasn't constant, um, supply. Mm -hmm. So, you had had to wait for a good deal. Um, so... That you could then buy and sell at a profit, so it wasn't very um, as sustainable, as per say. So I remember one time, and I should mention, mm-hmm. um, okay, I'll talk about this later. <laughs> okay. Very exciting. Uh huh. So I remember one time, a friend of mine, we we sat somewhere at North, um, um, yeah, that was in Northmeet, mm-hmm. and we're talking, we were having a drink, and he's telling me, I used to work with this guy, and he's telling me, do you know that? if you took this phone business um, seriously, it's something that could actually uh, maybe give you money. Mm-hmm. You you could start a business. And we were there chatting? Like, it was fun. Why don't you try places like eBay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't know about eBay. Yeah. yeah, why don't you try eBay, see what deals are there and try to import phones. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I remember this was my first uh, time I ever... Like, I'm losing money or panicked about <laughs> losing money.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, you know, you go to eBay. eBay, I'm not sure now, but at the time, eBay wouldn't ship to your home address. Mm. Yeah, so you needed a third party, mm-hmm. a courier company, to uh, a courier company that has offices as to mm-hmm. where you're shipping from is it the US or um, the UK? Mm-hmm. So, you, you needed a, um, a company that would then be a link between the people that are selling. And yeah and you mm-hmm. then they'll ship it to you so for me I mean I didn't know about all that I then um, put my my home address Whoa. yeah mm-hmm. so this is a guy from what where was that phone coming from should have been the US so this is a guy from the US mm-hmm. who doesn't know about Osaka so he's looking he's received a purchase I mean he's made a sale mm-hmm. um now he's wondering where he's going to send this parcel. Mm-hmm. What is Lusaka? Where is Lusaka? <laughs> and it yeah. took about three months, four Whoa. months. Um, that phone was not here. And I started panicking. I thought I'd lost money. and But eventually, I don't know how, it was done through the post office. Oh, I, I, nice. I, I gave up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Honestly gave up about mm-hmm. that phone. Mm-hmm. Only to find I was actually working that day at Wimpy. Mm-hmm. And then some guy from from the post came and says there's a parcel. I was super excited. Yeah, it was a win for me. Oh yeah, because you yeah. didn't lose money. Mm-hmm. I didn't lose money. Yeah. You know, I I, needed to account for every penny mm-hmm. in, in that moment.
2: Was so, it Was it because you didn't have money or was it because you started taking this phone business serious?
0: No, 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 no. It
2: had nothing to do with... I mean, we all don't like losing money, but there's like... When you're making... When you're taking account of your money and stuff like that, in most cases, it's because, okay, I want to make this thing grow or I don't have money, so I have to ensure that every way counts and it's used for the right purpose.
0: Well, the panic was... um... Not so much um, about it. well, every, every work counts, mm-hmm. but it was just the thought of you do something and then the frustration of mm-hmm. you feel you've been duped, mm-hmm. not knowing you did the the, the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you dropped a hundred quater now, you'd feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. So, as much as it was about every accounts. Mm-hmm. It was about just losing something. Yeah. So the panic from losing something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But eventually it got here. Mm-hmm. I still remember my fa- my customer who bought that phone. Mm-hmm. His name is Edward. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I sold it at Monday Hill. <laughs>
1: yeah. It
0: was a blue Nokia Lumia. Mm-hmm. Very exciting times. So I told myself, I'm done with this online stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went back to... Your sample mm-hmm. I started trading from them. Tell you what, I've been in police cells for I think three times. Oh,
2: wow, what yeah. did you do?
0: No, I, I I bought stolen phones.
2: Whoa. Yeah,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I bought stolen phones. Mm-hmm. So I from the Amasample group. So, one was from Sampo, The mm-hmm. other one was through a guy I had known from Katondo mm-hmm. Street. I've been on Katondo Street. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do have friends there even now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I had I'd bought phones from there as well. Because mm-hmm. it was about trying to establish myself and have um, a sustainable um, supply chain. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So, I, I would be everywhere. Mm-hmm. I would be everywhere. Whatever it took. One time. Uh, In fact, the day I was reporting at Unza should have been 14 September 2014. Mm -hmm. I was inside. Mm -hmm. The chooks. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) You had been arrested.
0: Yes. Because of a stolen phone. I bought a stolen phone. Mm -hmm. Not once, not twice. About three times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... It started from there. But... um, As time went on, Mm -hmm. I, I met some good friends. The guys that actually the guys who were behind the, the, the Dama Sampo uh, group itself, mm-hmm. they had some some good suppliers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, established mm-hmm. uh, from South Africa. So they introduced mm-hmm. me to those guys. Yeah. I I benefited from them, but not much to what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I think, at that point, the enthusiasm was there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It was there, I was excited about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But not that I was... At dreams of EMAC and and all of these things, it was just exciting because I'm I'm seeing my money grow. Oh, you know money what I mean? Yeah, them. I'm 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 there getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was
2: exciting. Yeah. Now, um, let's get to you as a student and a business owner before we get to where EMARC is now. right? How was it like balancing life? I think this is one thing that I'm always asked and I always throw it at whoever I've seen thrive and what they do. So how did you balance the whole business? Because I think when you're doing a business, it's involving you have to speak to clients. Customers are calling every now and then. And then on top of that, school has got due dates and stuff like that. How did you balance up that life?
0: Be honest, there's never a day I uh, I didn't think like I should quit school.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. it's hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so, frustrating. Hectic yeah. is an understatement. <laughs> I know, frustrating.
0: <laughs> so,
2: um,
0: when I was getting into Onza mm-hmm. um, that September of twenty fourteen, yeah, um, I think I'd a bit of clientele. Mm-hmm. I had people who um, were already buying from me. Mm-hmm. And it's at Unza that I now started entertaining the, the, the idea of just going big mm-hmm. on business. Yeah. So when I got to Unza, how was I balancing? First year, you know, because I was going to Unza, first year I have a car. And now I'm thinking, I, well, first year I still had my my the thoughts were still there that I I would get a degree and work Mm -hmm. work for someone yeah get a formal job but then I mean Unza, my first year well it wasn't uh, it wasn't as bad Mm -hmm. but not what I would like
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, my results were yeah slightly not bad
2: but not good either
0: not good Mm -hmm. not to my abilities Mm -hmm. Um, so first year second year Third year, mm-hmm. uh, I think around, th- uh, around second, third year is when I started thinking about EMAC.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, is when actually the name was born. EMAC. Mm-hmm. Um I met a friend of mine while in Onza, so I'm sorry to digress, mm-hmm. but I want you to have um, a full perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hectic. It wasn't easy. I would miss class. I would. Um, my, my 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 general performance was very bad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I had to repeat courses, because mm-hmm. there were times when you need to do business,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's a class going, there's a lecture. Mm-hmm. Um, that in fact, towards my my last um, academic year, I was now full time in business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I now had um, an established network of suppliers. Mm-hmm. So there are times when I would be out of the country doing an assignment in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, like I mentioned, there was never a time I've, I, I didn't feel like I should quit. But I, what got me going was the fact that a lot of people had invested in me, my family and myself. Yeah. Um, I'd invested so much time. I, I, well, I'm, I'm not a bad student. I'm not bragging. <laughs> yeah. uh, I yeah. could manage to uh, to around um, school and, and business well, at the expense of of uh, my performance. But what I told myself was um, I don't care how I graduate. I should just graduate.
2: I need to graduate. Yeah. I need a degree. Yeah, so for me,
0: that was my copy mechanism. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't care about your A+, plus, your B+, plus, your what. Mm-hmm. I was okay with getting C. Your very minimum. As long as I proceed mm-hmm. to the next, the next level, I was level. okay. Mm-hmm. So that was my coping mechanism.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. As if I could study stuff the last minute, I was good at that, mm-hmm. and proceed. That's mm-hmm. that was my coping mechanism. Honestly, the goal was to graduate. The goal was to graduate, <laughs> get UNZA done, deliver my degree to. Because I think my family were very expectant mm-hmm. that I, I, I would graduate from the University of Zambia. Yeah. So I needed to le- to deliver that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I was at the verge of quitting
2: mm.
0: almost every day. I'm like, why am I? <laughs> so you this? would.
2: You, is it safe to say that at the end of the day, you didn't necessarily balance. You focused more on your business, and school was sort of a by the way thing. Of
0: course, the bug wins on any day. You <laughs> you, you can't save two masters at, at the, the time. time
2: exactly. Yeah, you mm-hmm.
0: you honestly can't. Yeah. So um, it was at the expense of my performance mm. in school
2: now getting back to EMAC um, you are I think did, it, did you register it after you graduated or you registered it while you were still in school
0: no, IMAC was registered while I was in school. Ah,
2: okay. So now you move from selling one phone, two phones, to now having a whole chain of suppliers. Right. Travelling and doing all that. Um, the time you were starting out with regards to your capital, did you set up for it or you outsourced? Like there was a loan you got or somebody just dashed you money and said, here, start your business.
0: Not quite. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned, the first money that I ever got and said this is my personal money
1: mm-hmm.
0: was a salary from Wimpy yeah. and I remember my my first um, pay was about 513 kwacha because we started work mid month
1: mm, yeah. okay.
0: our basic salary was 1026 kwacha mm-hmm. yeah been there done did that <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, no um, I have never I never got a loan
2: so you've never gotten a loan not quite. Have you ever outsourced your
0: your capital? Of course, of course, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, your social capital, your friends, mm-hmm. um, not your uh, your formal loan. You do your collateral, and because mm-hmm. I, I, not that loans are bad, but I think the access to finance for SMEs in Zambia. Is not as robust as it should be. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be an em- enabling environment
1: yeah.
0: uh, to just see SMEs thrive, mm-hmm. so um, no, I've never been to um, to a formalized institution, bank or microfin to to get, to get funding for my business. No, 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 no. My first capital uh, were my my blackberries the money oh, that
2: Blackberry, I remember. Yeah. was had that way. It was in those it was in those
0: times that <laughs> I started. Yeah. My five hundred quachas mm-hmm. were where I would buy broken phones. I mean mm-hmm. you don't need a loan for that. It was it was it was um, below a thousand quacha mm-hmm. stuff I was doing. Mm-hmm. So it started from there. But I started growing bit by bit, mm-hmm. bit nice. by bit, bit by bit.
2: And of course, while you're tuned in to Unscripted with Leave, make sure you're sipping on some good cup of coffee, tea, water, juice. Please, I'm sipping on some. (laughs) Or whatever beverage best suits you or needs. Now, getting back to uh, one of the things that I've loved is how you've maximized on influencer marketing. I think that's something that a lot of um, companies and brands should take on. I want you to just speak about the benefits of influencer marketing. How has it helped your business grow? And, you know, yeah, the tips on how to go about it.
0: Right. Um, so, the secret in building a retail business, and I get this from the CEO of a brand I love so much, and that's Starbucks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It says, in building a retail brand, um, one of my favorite quotes. In building a retail brand, you need to create uh, awareness, you need to attract people's favourable attention, mm-hmm. you need to be in vogue. Yeah. So what the word vogue means is popular,
1: mm-hmm.
0: popularity. Yeah. So th- the truth about um, customers, consumers as they say, is they buy trends, they mm-hmm. buy brands mm-hmm. than the product. Yeah. Um, There's a famous quote In in people Who are are in the food market They say you eat with your eyes Mm -hmm. Yeah You Mm -hmm. know what I mean Sometimes when food is nicely Prepared, well garnished Mm -hmm. It's just nice to to eat, and Mm, and people spend a lot of money (laughs) on food that's not as nice, but just because of how they served it, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and and the same is true, Mm. people buy with their eyes, Mm. so people will see something Mm -hmm. before they actually buy, yeah. Um, so retail honestly thrives Mm -hmm. on popularity, Mm -hmm. and that is what you get from your influencers, Mm -hmm. they've got the numbers, yeah, yeah, they've got the numbers. They've got the influence. They've got got a followership. People um, are a huge fan of them. Mm -hmm. And we are honestly leveraging on that. Um, Sometimes Mm -hmm. it won't give you the instant sales that you want. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's about brand value. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You you want to put your brand out there. You want people to know you. What a better way to collaborate Mm -hmm. and join forces with people that would give you... um, this edge that you want to do is it gain market share is it gain brand value so for us that is going great Mm -hmm. um it's exciting it's something that we we are learning it's something that um i think keep doing Mm you see us do a lot of uh, a lot of that Mm -hmm. Uh, big businesses do that Mm -hmm. um you talk of your your nike Mm-hmm. Um, Nike is behind so many um, athletes. Mm-hmm. Your Serena Williams, mm-hmm. your LeBron James, your your Mike your Mike Jordan, and, and 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 so on and so forth. So it's from that backdrop mm-hmm. because then what you want is for people to buy into what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So when there's that mass adoption, mm-hmm. which you will get from these people, when people see that. It's, it's a cool thing to attach uh, themselves with your brand yeah. you you're good but also um it shouldn't end there mm-hmm. they should be just as enough um great customer service mm-hmm. to then be able to to translate that influencer marketing into actual sales the fact that I have seen your I've seen this big celebrity mm-hmm. um Advertise your stuff, and now I know about your business. Mm -hmm. Does not mean you've made a sale. Yeah. So ultimately, the influence of marketing is good, but the honest of translating that marketing into
2: actual sales
0: is is the burden of the business itself. Yeah. So you need to make sure that there's enough there's there's systems in place to actually be able to translate the new market you're tapping into into Mm -hmm. actual sales because that's the whole purpose of doing what you're doing. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. So would you say? You're using a lot of big, big celebrities because that's what we know e for. All right. Uh (laughs) Would you say it's because of your target market or maybe you try to, like, use both celebrities and just actual influencers? Because if we're being honest, um, I think the other day I was having a conversation with a friend. And just by virtue of them seeing a celebrity do certain things, I feel like, oh, it's probably way out of my league. Uh You know, so do you have... Do you strike a balance to, like, have both actual celebrities and just... Normal influencers that are like typical, relatable beings, or maybe it's because of the target markets you have
0: at this point. Uh, let me become um, the interviewer (laughs) if that's what you'd call it. Okay, um, how do you define an influencer?
2: Um, an influencer is basically a person who influences people to sort of buy into whatever they believe in, right? It could be, um, say we have. People that influence people to buy hair products because oh, I use this and stuff like that. More like people that have got likable personalities mm-hmm. that draw people closer and want people to do what they're doing. Okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah, now Imac is is not um, is not an out of your league business. Mm-hmm. We um, we target the mass market.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The reason why we use your so-called celebrities is because of of their numbers Mm. because these are followed by almost everyone yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm they have they have notes and the middle class Mm -hmm. yeah so um, that's that's your answer Mm -hmm. we our target is the mass market um, and we feel these people are followed by almost everyone mm-hmm. it's like your politicians, it's yeah. like your president, your president is followed by everyone, I follow the president a guy from Kalingalinga follows the president mm-hmm. a guy from Atero etc etc yeah. so we do with celebrities because of the reach
1: mm-hmm.
0: they've got a bigger reach of course yeah. um, yes the times and we are still doing that where we've worked with um, um, with even your micro influencers you call, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yep. but the best influencer for our business is the customer mm-hmm. at EMAC yeah. the best influencer for EMAC is our clientele. Mm-hmm. those are the people that we can actually say they're the influencers because when when they're telling the EMAC story they're, te- they're telling a genuine story it's based on the experience mm-hmm. um it's 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 not scripted. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's unscripted with with, with lead. <laughs> yeah.
2: Nice one. Huh? Yeah.
0: So, um, to be honest, we actually pay particular attention to to to, to our customers. They are they best brand ambassadors, mm, nice. um, and 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 we appreciate them for mm-hmm.
2: that. Mm-hmm. You've built a very good brand for yourself Thank and you. a very good network. Um, how did you do it? Because, honestly, getting big names come to support a a growing business is not an easy thing. You know, you have a powerful vision that people are able to see and tap into and are willing to support. What are some of the tips, uh, especially for someone who's getting into business and they're probably getting the tips of getting into um, influencer marketing and they want to build a good network so that people can buy into their products or service?
0: All right. how how, how have I managed? Mm -hmm. To be honest, it's it's God's grace. Mm. It's it's God's grace. Um, There's what um, the alchemist says, when you want something, mm-hmm. the universe conspires to help you achieve it. Mm. Um, if you want something that's genuine,
1: yeah.
0: if you want something that's genuine, good intentions, mm-hmm. you have people at, at the core of what you want to do, mm-hmm. it's easy to to, to, to attain success.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because then people are praying for you. The universe is praying for you. Mm-hmm. Um, what you would know um, Olivia is our core value at EMAC is Ubuntu.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Nice. We are because you are.
1: Nice.
0: Um, our customers choose us every day. Mm-hmm. So we have placed people at the center of what we do, mm-hmm. and as a result of that, it's easy for doors to open mm-hmm. because, look, Olivia, today you're interviewing me. Tomorrow you 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 own a, a big uh, broadcasting uh, station,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it'll be easy um, for for me to walk to you and and say, Olivia, can we can we market our business with you? Mm-hmm. Can, can you run a commercial for us?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, it has been. Sowing a seed in people mm-hmm. um, building genuine relationships with people mm-hmm. you don't going to be a leech yeah. you you go to, to, to serve mm-hmm. Ubuntu, you, you you want to you want to uplift others mm-hmm. and the process when you're genuine when you want something so bad when your desire is right mm-hmm. they say true desire in your heart it's God's approval that you can have it mm-hmm. um, so I think for me um it's what I want to achieve uh, it's 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 about the grand vision for Emac and God that opens these doors yeah yeah it's 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 beyond me it's 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 the good people I work with it's the customers that that we serve mm-hmm. it's it's our associates, our friends, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Those are the people we are riding on the prayers of those people. So, I honestly do not have the right answer of how I have done it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been so many things, but I would point it to God's grace. Mm -hmm. If you are going to narrow it down to to my abilities, it would be uh, being authentic being authentic. I love
2: that. I love that. I love the fact that you've spoken about authenticity and also Ubuntu because I think half the time when we look at the networking that a lot of people are doing nowadays, it's basically, what can I get from this person, what can I get from this person without really asking to say, what can I give as well, Um, which is service above self. So, whenever you want to network with people, the first question you ask is, what can I give them, even as I get stuff from them, which is very good, and I love that. Now, you are a very young man. Quite young. I
0: would love to be young all my life, honestly.
2: No, no, but you're still young. Uh, You know, you, you have hit the 30s yet yeah.
0: um at least i'm not turning 30 <laughs>
2: <laughs> in the yeah. next how many years three years <laughs> at least we're yeah. good yeah so um you you started emac at a very young age yeah right and in you had, in your teens actually mm-hmm. so you've had to negotiate your way through a lot of Uh, ideals and stuff like that has age ever played a factor like oh a limiting factor that is oh you're young you can't do this have you ever walked into a room and people are like might or you you know stuff like that or maybe it's always been a smooth ride for you
0: not quite um it's not been smooth and um, i still experience that the age thing yeah um not that people will tell you but you can tell that there's some sort of um discrimination going Mm on um Mm -hmm. Maybe because people feel you're not qualified. Mm-hmm. Maybe people feel you're just a dreamer. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's 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 very difficult to be to be taken seriously, especially if you are in your startup or building um, uh, phase mm-hmm. of your business, your career, whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. people would think your energy is just it's just this budding energy, mm-hmm. and not as as people mostly want to to deal with established stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, there have been moments where my my, my, uh, my age has really um, worked against
2: that and for me, of course. So, yeah. What would you tell someone who's just starting out and they're young? Because um, we have a lot of people who, who want to get into business, who want to get into entrepreneurship, but half the time it's like, oh, age is actually a limiting factor. Uh-huh. And they're probably thinking, okay, let me get this degree or let me get a little bit older and then get started
0: what would i tell people
2: yeah what advice would you tell that one person who's listening
0: the, w- the this person is trying to join business because uh, they want to make money or because they feel it's what excites mm. them or um, it's w- what reason are they joining business
2: well i think most people get into business by virtue of making money because i think whatever we do on earth we strive like most of the things we do, actually, we strive to have an income or to secure the bag. yeah to secure the bag. Mm-hmm. And so maybe this person wants to start out; they want to get some cash.
0: Get some cash. Have a genuine reason mm-hmm. um, why you're doing business. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I got into business to change the story of my life because mm-hmm. business is not rosy. Business is is. Is not what people post. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's rough.
1: Yeah,
0: it's hard. It's draining. Um, so have a reason that will um, propel you to uh, navigate the hard times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, money alone is not enough. Uh, it's easy to make money, Olivia. If I told you to say, go and look for five hundred kwacha today, you would easily somehow somewhere, mm-hmm. whether through friends, whether you would sell any of your stuff. Mm-hmm. So making money is not the easiest. But to stay the course is what's tough. Mm-hmm. So I would urge people to have a genuine reason why they are doing business. Not mm-hmm. because employment is tough. Yeah. Not because employment is not paying well. Mm-hmm. Have a genuine reason yeah. why you're getting into business. Mm-hmm. And once you find that reason, go in the long haul. Um uh, you see, everybody can start a business, everybody can have an idea, mm-hmm. but consistency is, 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 is what actually differentiates those who then become successful entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and those who actually don't. Mm-hmm. So, have a genuine reason why you're doing business yep. and stay the course. That, that reason should be able to help you to stay the course.
2: Have you experienced failure in your journey as a business owner? Yeah. Oh, Would you like many to time. share a uh, moment? <laughs> I lost money,
0: uh, mm-hmm. I think everything.
2: How, how how recent was that?
0: 2013, um, I lost everything. At, uh, as of October 24th, I invested um, in a project that did not, it was a total loss. Mm. Yeah, I was just trying mm. to grow money and I, I, I lost uh completely because a friend of mine asked me to invest in his business mm-hmm. um, in he was doing a project so that is what threw me off guard um, uh failure would be school of course itself mm-hmm. and I felt some courses that I would carry on um, in business as well um uh it's not every time that I get stuff right. Mm-hmm. Um, the things even now, the things I'm still fighting. The things that have not worked according to plan. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, I can't count. That's why it's very difficult to 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 single out one moment mm-hmm. of failure. But there are so many moments where I didn't get stuff right, where I lost money, moments where I I I made wrong investments. Mm-hmm. Those are quite a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, how how did you then bounce back? Because sometimes when you hit rock bottom, you just feel like I should probably give up and move on. I mean, people would do that. They start a business. It doesn't work. They decide to now just get into employment because they think business is not for them. So, Olivia, what um, you see in life and
0: uh, in particular business... Mm -hmm. You should not be, you're not supposed to be the most intelligent person. You're not supposed to be the most educated or in your organization. But you should be the last man standing. The last woman standing. Mm-hmm. To be the one who never gives up. I think that, for me, that's mm-hmm. uh, the the definition of an entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Forget innovation, forget ideas, mm-hmm. but it's about not giving up. Yeah. Um, it's about, it's being you know, not giving up could be would be synonymous to to hope. You're mm-hmm. hopeful.
1: Yeah.
0: In, in in the midst of chaos, you're going when things um, are not rosy. Mm-hmm. So I don't I can't I don't know what made me uh, not to give up or what makes me not to give up on moments when things are not right. Mm-hmm. When 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 I when I hit a wall. Mm-hmm. But it's it's I think I've got the there's a tenacity. Mm-hmm. There's 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 the hope that it could be better. It
2: could be better. Yeah. Nice. So I
0: think it's from that backdrop.
2: Now, before I let you go, I have two questions, Please? and I'm done. Um, so you've been to Google. I've
0: been to Google. You've yes. You've been
2: to Microsoft. Yeah. You've been to Twitter.
0: I've been to Twitter. I've <laughs> been to Apple.
2: How how did you get there, and how has been the experiences?
0: Well, I was there for um, the cohort program mm-hmm. for young entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, this is a very uh, exclusive uh, program yeah. that um, rich people put in place for their kids mm. so they, 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 they then um, take their kids to places like Stanford mm-hmm. to, to, to go and get your sort of master classes mm-hmm. uh, on business
2: yeah,
0: yeah. so um, how did I get how did that? you
2: find yourself there
0: wow. <laughs> you know, well, um, God, again Mm -hmm. It's um, it's this guy Who's rich um, His kid is on that program Mm -hmm. And he says uh, Look um, uh, I will sponsor you Nice Yeah, I I will sponsor you Uh, You'll be part of this program Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's how I found myself uh, In the Silicon Valley Mm. My favorite place in the world Nice Yeah, yeah
2: (laughs) Okay, how was the experience when you got there? Exciting! exciting. I would
0: scream. (laughs) Very exciting, but Uh very challenging Mm -hmm. because then you actually feel the gap and how Mm -hmm. behind Mm -hmm. we We are Mm -hmm. as a continent, as a country. You you somewhat feel out of place Mm -hmm. uh, because when you look at the things that people are doing, as much as you feel inspired, as Mm -hmm. much as you are um, elated. ...you somewhat feel out of place... Mm -hmm. um, ...and you're like... ...oh my gosh... um, ...what would it take... Mm -hmm. ...for me to to get to to this level... Um, ...you look at... ...what people are thinking... ...what people are planning... ...and uh, you look at what we're doing here... Mm -hmm. ...it's... um, ...somewhat a misfit... ...as Mm -hmm. much as it is inspiring... Mm -hmm. ...it's also um, challenging... ...but the exciting part is that you could then look at what they've done Mm -hmm. and uh, employ it here back Mm -hmm. home and also the exciting stuff is Zambia is is still, it's a virgin market Mm -hmm. uh, with most um, opportunities sectors not exploited Mm -hmm. so um, an exposure to such an environment then like I talked about the gap, you then look at the businesses or how then you could improve your business to mm-hmm. to just fill in those gaps. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty much that it was exciting, wonderful, challenging at the same time, but also a voice of reason mm-hmm. that um, there's so many opportunities mm-hmm. on the horizon here in Zambia. Yeah. There's so many things that we need to do. Um, yeah.
2: Nice. Well, I would I would love to be there, and the been. fact yeah. that I I believe you are using whatever you learned to to help us as a country and to help your business grow which is something that is good now what are some of the lessons you've learned over the years in business uh, you've, you started when you were eighteen, and now you are in your 20s yeah. um, it's been a long time since you started yeah. what are some of the key lessons you'd say you've picked up even in your journey not things you've learned from others but things you've learned while embarking on this journey
0: um, one of the things that uh, I have learned is to um, that no single thing can be achieved alone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, no matter how exciting your idea is, mm-hmm. you will need people.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, whatever it is that you want to do, um, you need very good people. You people. Um giving me these fake accolades but the reality <laughs> is there are people behind EMAC,
1: yeah, the mm-hmm.
0: friends I work with who do amazing stuff mm-hmm. for EMAC to be what it is Yeah. so I've learned that people at the core of whatever it is that you, you will achieve in life, mm-hmm. whatever it is you want to achieve, people come first mm-hmm. um, what else have I learned? I've learned that it's possible it's, it's possible, possible. Um, one time I I I, I was um, I was getting some VIP treatment somewhere mm-hmm. and for this first time yeah. I asked if this was me because never in my wildest dreams did mm-hmm. I ever think I would be treated um, in such a way
1: yeah.
0: um, because of business mm-hmm. I mean be- uh, because of what we've been uh, we have been able to do with, with my good friends at EMAP I was in a place, VIP, top class, um, surrounded by people with money. Mm-hmm. And that moment, I asked myself if this was me.
1: Yeah.
0: But also to take it away from me, um, the people that we, we've employed at IMA. Mm-hmm. I told you um, I, I started with a thousand kwacha as my basic salary, but mm-hmm. nobody gets that money at IMA. Mm-hmm. No one. We, 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 we compete. We pay our people very well. Mm-hmm. Um, in our sector, so for me, all those things are signs of possibilities mm-hmm. that it's possible to uh, to to start from nowhere mm-hmm. and build something. We ha- we have not yet built our mm-hmm. dream business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not even ten percent
1: close to what we uh, Yeah, right. uh, mm-hmm.
0: we've not attained. I don't think even five percent. But from my story, from EMAC I've learned that it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's. You can dream mm-hmm. and um, your dreams are valid. Your dreams Two, are valid. yeah, mm-hmm. three, what? So many things I've learned, <laughs> eh? so many things and I'm still learning to yeah. be honest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not an expert in business, I'd like to confess. Yeah. Um, I, I've learned um, discipline yeah.
1: um,
0: from, from my story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You need to be disciplined, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is that you do. So many things will come your way to distract you but you need to stay the cost the consistency mm-hmm. yeah and um, every business is unique mm-hmm. you could be doing the same stuff yeah you both run boutiques mm-hmm. you both um, um, in the ICT space yeah you're, you're both in 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 telecoms but the story of any business is unique mm-hmm. to, to 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 that business yeah so What I would tell people is let them go and experience Mm -hmm. because then their story will be theirs. They will own the story. Um, Whatever it is that I can say here is limited to me, Mm -hmm. to EMAC, uh, to the people at EMAC. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, But people should go out there, um, explore and make their own Mm -hmm. stories. And they'll come, I I hope they'll come on this unscripted with uh, leave or leave um, and they'll tell the story. Yeah. But yeah, I think every business is unique. I'm no expert at business.
2: Mm-hmm. Still mm. learning. <laughs> yeah. And that's exciting, part. Yeah. You learn as you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you so much for coming through. Before Are we done? I let you go Not yet? Uh-huh. <laughs> is there anything you'd like to say before I let you go, or you've exhausted what you had to say uh, to me and my people? To you and your
0: people. <laughs> what will yeah. I? What? Um. Be kind. Mm-hmm. Be kind. Yeah. Um, show respect. Mm-hmm. Um, be a decent human. Be a decent human.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: never think mm-hmm. of yourself highly than mm-hmm. the next person. Um, yeah. Treat others with respect, mm-hmm. um, courtesy, mm-hmm. um, show love, yeah. and uh, humility. To be humble mm-hmm. um, in life is, is good, yeah. Those are things I, I think I, I would tell people. Mm, nice, yeah.
2: Um, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for having me. And of course, this has been Unscripted with Leave. Don't forget to subscribe if you're using Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor FM. And don't forget to follow me on social media that's Unscripted with Leave on Instagram, Olivia Chicho on Facebook, Olivia Chicho on LinkedIn, and Twitter as well. And, of course, before I go, I'm going to say it again. I don't want to be known for what I'm against. I don't want to be known for what I'm for. And I'm for people, regardless of who you are. I love you, but God loves you more. See you next week, sometime, someplace. Bye.
0: Are you a startup or established business and you wish to reach out to an audience that will buy into your product or service? Great news!
2: You can now advertise with Unscripted with Leave at affordable rates. What are you waiting for? Take your business to greater heights. Unscripted with
1: Leave.